Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. This is the latest edition of our shoot. Basically, we're just going ahead and sitting down, breaking down everything that's going on in wrestling today. Also, this will be, I guess, our super shoot. But my name is Sal. This is the mastermind. And then we got on the other line, Rich, the big guy. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? How's everything? Um, a lot since the last time we did a show. Yeah, we've done a show. We haven't done a show in a while, but there's a lot of stuff going on, right? Wouldn't you say? Interesting stuff, bad stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Overall, interesting time. I and mean, we always talk about this, I think, every year. This is like the pre-pre-pre-WrestleMania season, wouldn't you say? Uh, no, because uh, Survivor Series, so it's pre-pre. Pre-pre, right, right, yeah. I mean, of course, uh, I mean, since the last time we spoke, we were talking about, I think, uh, was, I think, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, so SummerSlam. We haven't done one since then, but like I said, so August, I mean, like we could break it down in terms of, I guess, August. I mean, of course, SummerSlam was pretty good. Brooklyn, you know, of course, being what it is. The last, I think, year that Brooklyn is going to be there, and basically now, I think next year they're going to Canada. So this kind of wraps yeah. that up. And then, of course, you know, NXT is always killing it. You already know. Which is no surprise. That's without being said. That's right. That's right. Uh, September, of course, I think that was when they, uh, what was it? Uh, they had the uh, Super Showdown, right? I believe, right? Super Showdown, which was in Australia. Yeah. Of course, that was a pretty dope event, too. They had a lot of stuff going on. Freaking. And they had the regular pay per view. Yeah, the regular pay per view, too. And I mean, I mean, a lot much hasn't happened. I mean, probably a couple of title changes here and there. You know, the tag picture is still the same. The you, the the world title picture has shifted a lot. <laughs> I guess in the yeah. past few weeks since we're recording this, we'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. But of course, I mean, uh, breaking it down, October, of course, which is of course, um, uh, you know, of course, Breast Cancer Month. WWE does it natural. Uh, Susan G. Komen, Hal Nacelle, I guess you know, and then. Of course, uh, what'd you call it? This leads us to Crown Jewel. Evolution. Evolution, Crown Jewel. Well, what do you think about these two events, Crown Jewel and Evolution? I mean, of course, I think we spoke about this many, you know, many, many months ago about how, uh, you know, of course, WWE's... Uh, it's kind of ironic. This is the first month they're doing their first women's-only pay-per-view, and they're going back to Saudi Arabia for their second event this year. Of course, the first being the Great it's a second out of ten they're doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Like they're doing first evolution, of course. You saw evolution, pretty big event. You know, it was long here, right here in Long Island, Uniondale. It was really good evolution. Yeah, they really did. They really did pull a lot of good matches on the card. Of course, it's not Kevin Dunn wasn't involved in that. Of course, I I doubt it because supposedly they said the person that was behind all those matches and the booking of it was Sarah Mato. Who I think goes by someone uh, in the independent scene, Sarah Sarah De, Del Rey, yeah Sarah Del Rey, Sarah, Sarah Del Rey or Sarah Amato. and she knows her big name. She knows what she's doing. She knows her stuff, and mainly she's in guess where, NXT. You don't see her booking Raw. You don't see her booking SmackDown. Uh, she she's does, on NXT. She does a little bit here and there, but nothing like major. Nothing big, right? right. She's. I mean, she's mainly involved with the women's matches, I believe, right? Yeah. Of course, I think how like uh, like Michael Hayes, Michael P.S. Hayes, he's involved in probably all the men and mainly all WWE. But then whereas she's like more, I guess, 
just the women mainly on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, recently we also talked about, uh, I mean, let's break down Evolution, I guess. Um, of course, big event, Long Island. Big matches. Of course, they had this big battle royal, which was pretty interesting. A couple of interesting spots. Very there. upset um, that Selena Vega mm-hmm. did not win. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This, between her and Andrade Cien Almas, I don't know how these two, they these two need to be, you know, they need to put them on the big spotlight. Oh, without a doubt. Triple H is high on him. They're very high on them. And I think, and Vince too. I heard Vince is pretty high on, on Andrade Cien Almas. Well, Selena Vegas, I think she's coming up in the radar too. She just started becoming high on Cien. Because if you remember, yeah. he wasn't yeah. really high on him when he first started. Yeah, because he was. Supposedly, yeah, I think because he was a small guy. I mean, how tall is he? Probably, I mean, he doesn't follow, he doesn't follow, we always talk about this. Vince is all about the height and, you know, the look and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Someone wait, someone's about seven yeah. to be Vince's crush. Yes. Yeah, six, seven would be considered, okay, you're in the range. That means you're, okay, you're, you're good right there. You're considered, you yeah, know, only main event five status. Nine. Yeah, five, nine. That's crazy. Five, nine, 209 pounds. He's technically a cruiserweight in that uh, sense. Slightly heavier. Heavier, right, right. But then I think maybe, I mean, if you look at historically, he was, of course, a luchador. Coming from MMA and CMLL, uh, you know, doing all kinds of stuff there. La Sombra, right? La Sombra, yeah, yeah, La Sombra. They call him La Sombra. I think they also called him, uh, what's his name before? I'm trying to think. He was in Los Ingonables in New Japan. He was also in New Japan, which is interesting. He was in uh, CMLL, which is, of course, um, you know, the big promotion over there. Uh, yeah, they call him, I think, La, so- La Sombra. They called him Brillante Senor or uh, El Satanico. And if you watch, which, of course, you know. And then you he- watch his entrances. He wears his mask mm-hmm. that he wore in yeah. the Lucha companies. That's right. And then, of course, I think when he came to NXT, that's why he stripped it off of him. And now he's just, you know, going by his own moniker. Now he's back, but, with, the, looking now at, he's yeah. back with the mask, which I'm happy about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking at the way that this – what I like about this is the evolution of character. That's what I like about this. Like, you see – like different characters, like you see different things happening, but then you see this con- continual development. Like it's gonna keep going from here. It's not just okay. This guy's just gonna do this, and that's it for the rest of his career. Look what happened with people like John Cena. You know all these other people. They kept on doing the same shit. It's the same shit, different toilet. And then people just kind of get sick of it and say, "Oh, just throw their hands and up." And then recently it happened with Roman Reigns. And then you could hear the crowd saying, "Old shit, same old shit." Yeah, same old shit, same old shit. That's what I think. That's what's happening now. And I mean, of course, speaking of that, also we're talking about Andrade and almost SmackDown One Thousand also happened. Yeah. Which look at look at if you look at this year, Raw started. I mean, this year was Raw's twenty fifth anniversary. Earlier this year, that was a bomb. There's oh my god, they totally fucked that whole thing up. Two different locations, big chaos. Just one location, After another location. Heard, people were people pissed. who went to the Manhattan Center. All they got was yeah. like three, four matches. Mm-hmm. And they and there was like segments, I guess. And they yeah. basically just had to watch everything from the screens. Yeah, and it's it's messed up because it's like you know these guys they're watching a simulcast, and that's a disadvantage. You have two different broadcasts going, and there's so much shit that can go on wrong. Like of course, I think they had some production issues too, thanks to Kevin Dunn. Of course, Kevin Dunn, fucking dickhead. You know, it's what like are you talking about he's the greatest he person won't... in the world. 
Oh man, if and if you're talking about production, he's the, probably the best person for production. He should be making his own movies. Like I don't know why WWE Studios hasn't given him a role. It's crazy, you know. WWE Studios has been active for what almost twenty years, and they still haven't gotten him to do a movie. That's how like good he is. Like he's, come on. He's too, of course we're talking about Kevin Dunn. Good to be this a guy. Movie star. No, but I, as all honesty, this is what I think it is. He, he doesn't. He, he acts like he's a director. He can't direct for shit. Oh, he acts like he's going to get an Emmy for doing a wrestling program. Of course, when you talk about wrestling, oh, no, no, we can't talk about wrestling. No, no, that's not, that, that doesn't it exist. Does. For him, it's just sports entertainment. Sports entertainment is what it is. I mean, I think what, and I think what the thing is, of course, if you look at SmackDown 1000, a lot of people were talking about how they liked the way that they brought everybody in. Evolution made an appearance. Uh, what else? Ray Mysterio made his return. Oh, Evolution, a lot of big returns. Lot of big probably the best part of the whole night. Oh, and that was probably the best. And I think it was unscripted. It wasn't nothing. It was just, you know, here he said, take the mic, go ahead and talk. And he just went off. Of course, like I said, it was good. It was a good segment. Everybody loved that segment. I think the only thing that was looking at the way was uh, Becky. Becky, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, we got to talk about Becky, too. Becky, oh, man. But, I mean, uh, what else? I mean, of course, in SmackDown 1000, they also had, I think, a series of matches and stuff. They had, of course, they were trying to announce for the World Cup, World Crown Jewel for that quote unquote World it's Cup, not, which we're talking it's about not later the on. World Cup, it's the U.S. Open. Everyone in the, it's the U.S. Open exactly. is from America. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it brings up that same thing. I mean, the reason why I think, of course, because the reason why I want to dub it a World Cup and the reason they say it best in the world is because WWE really, um, what you call it? I think it was something about how the Saudis. They were getting pissed that they didn't get the World Cup for soccer, and they didn't get, I think, another World Cup either. They didn't get other, uh, I think it was, I forgot what it was. I think it was for football, for, for soccer, and something else. And they were pissed off about it. They're like, why, we, why couldn't even get the Olympics? So what they thought was, okay, since we can't have that, let's just create our own. And they told WWE, they reached out to them and said, hey, we want you to make a World Cup tournament. And this was their World Cup tournament. I think in previous podcasts we talked about this. If WWE did like a World Cup, it would be a perfect idea. It sounded like a good idea at first. We're like, damn. Who could they bring in? Damn, they could probably bring everybody in. And then they narrow it down, of course, as weeks go by, you're like, shit, it's only eight people. All of them. I wonder who's going to be. Yeah. And everybody had their brackets lined up like, oh, this is who it's going to be, X, Y, and Z. And the next thing you know, it was they were revealing the names. John Cena's the first guy in there. Cool. Kurt Angle. Cool. And after that, I started getting more and more. Seth Rollins came in. Randy Orton. The Miz. Rey Mysterio. And then next thing you know, it's like, this is basically U.S. Open. This really isn't. If they really wanted Cup. to do a World Cup, <clears throat> you get ten to fifteen, ten to sixteen people, because there's yeah. at least sixteen countries represented in the WWE. Yeah, just to name some: the Philippines, T.J. Perkins. You get yeah. Amsterdam, which is like Germany and stuff. Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. European, there's a lot of European athletes, yeah. The UK, uh, UK, where I, my, yeah, we can talk about you. This is just me being biased. UK, yeah. Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn. Oh, fuck. if that be done in there, that's just, that's just me that's being good. biased. My yeah. favorite, yeah. Pete Dunn, yeah, of course. And then, of course, you got, you know, you could get Nakamura in there. You can yeah, get, Nakamura. you know, Jockey, USA. Get, um... 
It's a whole bunch of people. Canada, Gender it's, from it's, just throwing him in there. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. The Canada. You could bring Canadians in. You could bring who else? Uh, I'm trying to think. There's Australian athletes Australia. too. There's everybody. Almost Buddy everybody. Murphy. Buddy Murphy. God damn. There's so many. And that's the thing. This the it's such a saturated environment right uh, now. They have people from all countries. The real question. Who do you get for the U.S.? Has to be the John Cena, John Cena or Roman. No. Who else? Seth freaking Rollins. If you want to go best. Talent. Or what about? Or or AJ Styles. He already has his match though. All oh, right, that's the thing. That's the thing. All right. So I mean, of course, yeah, he has his match. But then I think I think what the thing was, everybody had their lineup, and everybody was talking about thinking of in terms of wrestling purists, like, oh shit. If this is what it was, it would have been great in terms of this is what it is. But then if you look at WWE and their politics, it's all about, okay, you know, this has to be someone in a certain weight division. They can't be a cruiserweight. They can't be, you know, in NXT. They can't be in the indies. They have to be actual main event roster people. And that just kind of limits their pool then. Then it's like, okay, so who else is there? And I guess they kind of said, well, we don't have anybody, so then you know, just dub it as it is. You know, you look for all the names in there. If you look at most of the people we named, Buddy Murphy, yeah, cruiserweight, mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, yeah, cruiserweight, Pete mm-hmm. Dunn is yeah. technically a cruiserweight. Yeah. He's two hundred and four pounds. A That's lot right. Of people don't know this. Alistair Black is a cruiserweight. Yeah. yeah, big guy, but he's a cruiserweight. That's and bizarre. Here's the kind of thing about everyone that. Everyone is surprised that, which a lot of people don't actually know because they bill him as. Bigger weight. What's wrong with yeah. the cruiserweight? Yeah, that's true. And he was world champion two, three times, right? His so. CrossFit profile, and CrossFit yeah. actually gives you the person's actual weight. He is two hundred and five yeah. pounds on the dot. So that's guess right. what? Yeah, Seth Rollins is a cruiserweight. Another yeah. one. And I think what it is, you yeah. get him. Oh man, and that's and that's Ireland right there. He's yeah. a cruiserweight. Yeah, Drew McIntyre would he be considered a cruiserweight? Nah, he's easy like two thirty, two forty. He's pretty pretty built though. He looks pretty skinny though, but for his height and his weight, he's pretty underweight. And then when you look at him, I think guess he's pretty tall. That's another thing too. So, but I mean, if you look at the pool, there's so many people they could have put in this. Of, they could uh, actually bring people. Speaking of Drew, he should be getting a title push very shortly. Oh, man. What do you think about this whole thing with him? Uh, oh, let's start from him with Dolph Ziggler, with Braun Strowman, and then him, you know, attacking Braun Strowman, and then this whole thing with the Roman. Of course, we're going to talk about Roman in, in, in a couple of minutes also. But what do you think about this whole thing, this whole run with him? Like, you see his whole path, right? He started from NXT, brought him up. They, he ended up winning the title, went, you know, straight into there, went to the main roster. And, you know, we kind of said, oh, you know, they're doing so much and they're underutilizing him. But now you see it, it's like, look at the trend now. Like, he's being used everywhere. He's in the main event program two, three times. Drew. They're seeing something in him. Deserve. Yeah. That's right. He deserves it, hands down. He has to. And that's the thing now. I think he's proven it. People are cashing onto it, and they're like, this guy is fucking fire. It's just like how, you know, it's like all this you stuff now. Him, though? People were talking about. What do you think? I think it was his figure. Uh, you, you are my honest opinion, which you will never hear me say on the RSN Wrestling Podcast ever again. What the is people, it? Mark this down. October 31st, mm-hmm. 2018 at 9.36 yeah. p.m. 
the yeah. big guy is gonna actually complement TNA. Mm-hmm. Right. TNA helped build Drew into what he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. That's hands down. It's the truth. So I mean, is he? Is, people say, Mark yeah. In the calendars, yeah. the big guy actually complemented yeah. TNA wrestling. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this is the first time you're hearing that. That's, that's crazy. I mean, you're, this is not the only thing. Yeah, I think this is not the only thing. There's also gonna be other things too, which we're gonna talk about in a few minutes too. But just, I mean, that's the thing. It, it, here's here's what I've always been hearing. TNA makes them. No, no. TNA creates them. WWE makes them. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Look, look at everybody there. Bobby Lashley went to was was a big star in TNA. Went to WWE. Uh, what else? Matt Hardy. Big star in TNA, went to WWE. Became big over uh, there. You see who else? by the name of EC3. EC3. Oh, man. Looking at that. Drake Maverick, look at what he's doing. All these other guys. Like, if, if you look at uh, who else? Look at all these other guys coming from straight over there. Bobby Roode starting to have a push now. You look at people like, uh, what you else? Can't, um, you can't even say AJ. AJ is, is just a guy. AJ Joe. Freaking, oh, they're man. Just, they're they're exceptions. Just, but, of course, yeah. Yeah, and they started way before. That's the thing. And then, of course, you got Kurt Angle, you got Jeff Hardy, you got all these other stars. Look at what he came from. Yeah, he was the "quote unquote" chosen one that failed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I mean, if you look at this whole card, into a fictional band that plays air instruments, that bomb. I don't know whose fucking idea that was. That's right. Definitely. I'm not doing this. I quit. Mm Hmm. Yeah, chain and that's the thing. Uh, yeah, what did he do? Like four different companies. Yeah, he did. He did all the indies. I think ICW. He went to Progress. I he think he went to. I think Rev Pro, TNA, and yeah. WWE basically said, "Oh shit, we dropped the ball with him so bad." Yeah, Rough it's a lot of these guys now, and I think what it is—he was in NXT. Yeah. He was a face, correct? Yeah, he was. No, he was a heel in NXT. I think he was a heel, yeah. Well, I know he's one of the. Would he have his match? I know he's like the super heel, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he his work as a heel is crazy. Well, especially now compared to when he was the chosen one. Like uh, two. He's tall, built. Yeah. Talented as fuck. Yeah. And he could talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what it is also like Vince and Vince makes the same argument for gender. Gender, same thing. You know, people looked at it and said. This guy's not going to be able to do anything. He got frustrated, I think, after that whole thing with the 3MB thing. When that fell out, WWE got rid of him and said, sorry, we don't have nothing for you. Now WWE called him out and said, come back. We need you. And then he started doing his whole thing, changed his whole routine, you know, got off of alcohol and stuff like that. He changed his whole figure. And then Vince caught his eye. He was like, oh, shit. This guy's dope. Yeah. But then, of course. Yeah, but then you see, of course, he has steroids. Channel tits. You already see. Freaking Jinder Mahal has fucking Jano tits. Of course, I mean, the same argument can be made probably for McIntyre too. But McIntyre and Jinder, what I see is, and if you, if you see uh, Sheamus' recent um, thing, he has like a little thing where he um, where he, where he goes and posts like fitness studios, like fitness like videos and everything. He's working out with them actively, with Jinder and McIntyre. And if you see the routines, they go all out. It's yeah, not, you know, people make the they argument, oh, but they, they work hard. I've seen them. And they freaking mm-hmm. they bust their asses, but that's the thing. It shows that it pays off. But then hopefully, like I said, maybe you know down the line, and this is probably a big fact. By the end of this year, mark my words, 
McIntyre will be in the picture and he will be champion at some point. We'll have to I see. Give him to the end of the year. I give him two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Two weeks. Well, he's announced for TLC. I don't know if you know. TLC is, is him versus Braun Strowman. Which I wouldn't be surprised if it's for the title. Oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised either, but it would be a good card. It would be a good match be down, down line. I don't want Braun of course. walking out yeah. of Saudi Arabia as champ. Oh, man. And that's the big that dilemma right now. Yeah. Technically, if he walks out. Trip, he, didn't yeah. use it. he technically lost that match. Yeah, he technically did. But then it was like a bullshit scheme, I think. Remember, what's the rule of a steel cage yeah. match? Both feet must hit the floor. Oh, the first person out wins. And who the first person technically out and hit the floor? It was it was Roman. Roman. Yeah, that's the thing. And then they keep on coming with these bullshit things. It's like it's like what that brought what that brought back to me was uh what you call it? I think it was two thousand four, Big Show versus JBL in a barbed wire steel cage match. Biggest bullshit ever. He goes ahead and then, you know, let's say he rips off the door lock and then he walks out. He actually walks out. Both feet, you see him on camera, touch the floor. But then I don't know where they change the decision and go, oh, JBL still champ. Why? Oh, he got choke slammed through the, through the apron, through the bottom uh, ring floor, and he actually hit the floor first, crawling out through the bottom, which was bullshit. It's like, are you serious? Like, then what's the point of all these big stipulations? What's the point of all these exactly. matches, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, look at this. We're talking about let's, while we're standing on that topic. What about this whole thing with last time ever and retirements and coming out of retirement? HBK and Sean versus Brothers of Destruction. Triple H and Sean. I, yeah, basically it is Triple H. That's not even DX anymore. Read it. <laughs> oh, I even you read the whole thing, seriously. HBK but then, and Sean. HBK and Sean, bro. HBK, HBK and Sean, yeah. HBK and Sean. I said I meant Triple H and Sean, yeah. But um, it's just, I mean, I just look at this match and it's like, a pay-per-view, one pay-per-view ago, Super Showdown, last time ever, Taker and Triple H. And then last minute now, they're like, oh, no. Well, you in know. their defense, yeah. it was the last time ever. Yeah. It's the last time ever you'll see them in a singles match against each other. That's the only mm-hmm. logic I could think of. The last. But then it's still like, ever. yeah. Mm-hmm. It still brings up that question, though, because here's the thing now. Of course, the rumors were now that HBK came back and he's planning on um what you call it? He's planning on doing other matches too, not just if this. He has another so, singles match. There's only two no, three singles matches fans want to see. Yeah. It has Sean, to be and here's the thing, it, it has to come from Seth, this decade. Sean versus yeah. Brian. Definitely. Sean versus AJ. Definitely. Definitely. Has to happen. If it is gonna happen, it has to be someone in this era. It can't be Taker again. If you guys do that again, they really drop the ball. Because really, it's just the same shit as Rock and Cena they, two years in a row. Match: Sean versus Gargano. That'd be even better. That'd be dope. Hell, even just put fucking Triple H and Sean well, versus Gargano exactly. and Champa. And if you see, DIY versus yeah, if you see the comparisons. Remember yeah. when Sean and Triple H feuded in 2003? Yeah, that's right. The exact match. Yeah, that was. That yeah, they had. It's the same exact is, program. Is yeah, Gargano and Champa. The street yeah. fight. This would be like a blast from the past. The street fight, the last man standing. Yeah. The whole story rivalry, man. 
That's all. That's pretty much what it is. Triple H and, and Sean had a story rivalry. Their acclaimed 2002 SummerSlam match. You look at these guys. SummerSlam weekend. What did they do? They fucking knocked the whole house literally, down. They tore the house down. They, they literally did. They literally like tore the whole house down. And to be honest, and it's just you know again, yeah. us Brooklyn fans, we didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we did. enjoy seeing real wrestling. That's right. The performance, the art of it. And that's, you know, you look at the previous events that have happened. Anything that's not involved with either Vince or Kevin Dunn or anybody else that's a traditionalist, and you see the way that they're booking now, basically anything that's NXT, NXT UK, freaking, it's just you know, like what you Evolution. The RSN Facebook a couple months ago, which you could check out RSN on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Good shit. Mm-hmm. We had to plug it. Yeah. We forgot yeah. to in the beginning of the show, so get a little plug. Yeah. It's like that's what right. you put a couple months ago on the Facebook page. Oh, you're a wrestling yeah. fan? It's fake. It's scripted. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so is The Walking Dead. So are the movies you enjoy watching. That's right. It's just, it brings back that same old thing. Basically, this is all storytelling. We all know it's storytelling. But what's really good is storytelling that makes sense and it's a con- continuity. We can follow it. We can say, oh, this is what it is. We consume the product daily, and, every and single time. This if it's storytelling with two talents yeah. that know That's right. how to work with each other. That's right. And they're comfortable working with each other and they can make the match look good. Like, look at Joe it's and, like and, every, and uh, AJ. Like what every wrestling fan says best friends have the best rivalries. That's right. Hence, That's true. Triple H and Sean, Johnny and Tommaso, yeah. AJ and Joe. That's right. Yeah. In the next couple weeks, Seth and Dean. Yeah. It's like, you know, again, it just comes back to one thing. You can't put it on one guy and expect them to just do it. You can't just put it and say, you know what, just because this guy looks a certain way and the presentation of it is top notch, that's what's going to sell tickets. Really people not. are smarter. They know what's going on. They see what's going on. And, of course, I mean, yeah, there's, like, a lot of other stuff to take into account. Speaking of that, of course, we got to talk about Roman. So, recently, of course, they had the whole plan laid out. Recovery, Roman. Oh, man. I got to say this. When the first thing this came out, I'm like, this probably is an angle. They're probably doing this just so that they could give Roman time off, maybe, just to kind of come back and then, you know, do whatever. Maybe turn him to heel or whatever. But then when you look at it and, you know, you hear more and more about it, it's like, no, this is real. This is a real thing. Like, especially now, that's crazy. Like, now in 2018, that's, that's, that's a, like, holy shit, really, that's happening? Like, yeah. And then, of course, when he was on the segment, he's like, 11 years ago, My I suffered leukemia. And now it's My name is Joseph. That's legendary. Legendary that. fucking thing. That's when I knew, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. But I like that. I think I think what it is now... It just solidifies this. In the past podcast, we talked about this. He didn't tell anyone. So Seth and Dean's reaction were legit. You see, Seth was broken up on stage. Those were legit. Seth was the most broken reactions. Yeah, legit reactions. Yeah, Dean too. Like he was broken up about it. And then I mean, I mean, in the past we talk about this all the time. I think what it is now. This is what I believe now. 
here at Arsenal Wrestling Podcast, I think most of the uh, here at Arsenal Wrestling Podcast, I think the majority of wrestling fans, wrestling purists, if you want to call them, they hate Roman Reigns. But we respect. But they respect Joe. Joe, yeah, respect Joe and I. Yeah, we respect Joseph and I know I. We respect that because the fact of the matter is we don't like that character. That's the thing. They're two different people in, in reality. Roman Reigns is the guy that WWE puts and says. Oh, you know, just because he's six seven, he could be our Roman champion. Just that. the guy that gets he shoved could... down our throats. Joseph exactly. is the guy who mm-hmm. earned a spot in our hearts. Exactly, exactly. Just well said. Exactly what it is. And again, it's just it just brings back that whole thing now. And of course, this goes back to Vince. Vince is probably scratching his head, going, "Holy shit!" Oh, imagine him here in this first. My new guy. Who's my new guy now? Shit, what do Who's I do? Who's am I going to kiss? Whose dick am I going to be sucking for the yeah. next year? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, who else is next now? Now, now it's going to be like, let's find the next big guy and let's put it, put it on him. Think about it. Cena is a part-timer. Yeah. Roman. Yeah. Um, you know what? He's off the shelf now. Being what we just said, we're not talking about Joe. Yeah. We're talking about Roman. Yeah. Yeah, Roman is sidelined for at least two years, at least. Yeah. yeah. So who's next? Who's third in line? Brock. Who gives a fuck what Brock's doing? Let the fucking guy. Yeah, Brock's in the yeah. Go to UFC. Yeah. Destroy the heavyweight division because the heavyweights suck. It does. He was right. Steel pick is a piece of shit. Nagana is a piece of shit. You see. I'm coming for you, motherfucker. And then Derek Lewis is also going to come on too, so we'll see about that. But yeah. So leave WWE, go back to UFC. We could get Paul, yeah. a new guy. That's right. It just comes back to, again, it just comes back to this right here. The fact of the matter is, we don't like Roman Reigns. We don't like him at all. I think what it is, it's beneficial for WWE not to have Roman there. That's the best thing that could have happened this year. The moment that you find out that Roman is not going to be in the main event picture is the best thing for WWE. Because now it switches the whole picture up. As now bad as that sounds. Like going back to five years ago. Yeah. This is. They're going to have to do what happened when Punk left. They have to rewrite a yeah. whole year worth of material now. That's right. Yeah. And I think that's what, and you're right. That's basically what it is. Like Royal Rumble 2015, or Rome when, when, what'd you call it? Uh, he walked away. Was it 20, no, 2014 when he yeah. walked away? He just, he said, fuck it. And then basically they had to switch the whole program up. As much as it is, this is a bad situation with WWE. Recently, this whole thing with the Crown Jewel, of course, there was a big controversy about this, this guy that, that, the reporter and the journalist that passed. Because supposedly some kind of political thing where the government is involved in his assassination or something. Because he talked about about the nation. I yeah, nervous as hell for Renee Young. Oh man, Um, that's yeah, that that was a big revelation. But I think it also it's also probably a good thing. I mean, here's the thing: Ronda said in the past, other people said it. It's good for WWE to kind of be there because it's spreading the culture and changing and kind of like a cultural diffusion, kind of you know bringing everything in. But then it's also bad, of course, because you got to look at their safety and look at, of course, the big picture. Politicians, registered politicians, congressmen, congresspeople from different states all rebelled against it. I said, no, since this guy died, you shouldn't go there. It's not right. It's not right at all. We shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. Right. With that kind Cena of shit. and Brian are backing out. Cena and Brian said, no, nah, we're not doing that shit. 
And I, it's it's true. Like none of them really. One of my friends, who's also a big wrestling fan, we were talking yeah. about this. Cena backed out. Big star. <laughs> Brian backed out. Big star. Roman, yeah. obviously can't compete due to medical issues, so he backed out. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's three big stars. Yeah, that's got to say something to you guys. And now, of course, I think of course they're also their. Stock prices were going down too. It's really something about how their stock prices were kind of crashing in that moment because investors were like, if you guys are involved with that, we don't want to be involved with you. And they were threatening that. And then, of course, WWE had to make that whole thing, public statement saying we're investigating the situation, which God knows what the fuck that might mean. And then it's just like, okay, well, we'll just do what it is. And again, people make the argument, Vince only sees the Saudi money and he's like, that's it's what it is money. now. That's awesome. Yeah. It's blood money. It's just that that dirty money. Yeah, that's all it pretty much is. Randy said, I think recently, Randy was, I think TMZ was going ahead and uh, they came up to him and was like, what do you think about this whole political thing? He's like, Cena's wrestling. He's like, oh, quickly just said, oh, Cena's wrestling. I didn't know that. He's like, does he even still wrestle? And then all that stuff. And then uh, after that, he's like, oh, uh, I think he said something about how, he's like, listen, I got five kids. If the Saudis want me to show up there, I'll show up there. You can't blame that. These guys got to work. Gotta respect that. But then it's just the same thing. It's just now they got this 10 year relationship. They back on. No, it's uh, five years. Regardless, it looks bad. Well, now it's five years? 10 shows in five years. Oh, wow. Okay. But still, it's a big it relationship they're trying to do. And that's the thing it's two events in, well, was it a year already? That's big. That's just something that's like, whoa, you know, you guys are really. Trying to do this. I think last year they were talking about this, how they're going to have not just one WrestleMania, but two WrestleManias. I guess this is what they were trying to say. Basically, like a big global event and then WrestleMania. Do two WrestleManias. It should be the Royal Rumble, World's Greatest Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and then a yeah. random show. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to be a global show, then go to other places. Of course, they went to Australia. They went to, to uh, what do you call it? Pay-per-views in, like, London and Germany. Back in the day, they yeah, they should. They, they, they definitely really should because what's the furthest they go for a pay-per-view? Canada? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. they go overseas and stuff. They go different countries, but your pay-per-views are in Canada is the furthest you guys go. Yeah, that's right. They got to change that. And I think that's the big thing now. I think that's what they're trying to make just a big a, step for. Just a quick question. What uh, does WWE stand for? You tell me. No, this isn't like the Walk for the Lion shit. What does WWE stand for? World. Worst wrestling World ever? Wrestling entertainment, correct? Mm-hmm. What's the first word? That's right, yeah. World. World. Yeah. So they in. They're going to Canada, their furthest pay-per-view. That's not world. Yeah. That's right. It's not a global phenomenon now. It's just... They, and that's the thing. People made this argument that the Super Showdown was basically a glorified uh, house show. That's all it pretty much was. Yeah. And that's just... And I think what it is... And here's the big problem. We always talk about this now. It's not about, okay, you know, they're favoring certain people and just that. It's not just because of the fact that they're not doing wrestling instead of doing more of storylines and sports entertainment. Now I think what it is really is about is that 
the fact that they're not they don't have any continuity in the storylines. Nothing really follows up with anything else. Whatever they do in, in America is not going to transfer over to go all the way over there. Whatever they do in, in Kansas, it's not going to transfer over they do in um, you know in, in Arkansas yeah, or in Germany or things like that. Like basically all the house shows are just like that. Whatever they do in the MSG stays in the MSG and that's it. Oh, there's a cage match for the titles and that's it. Bam. Unless there's someone winning the title, they go, Oh Welcome shit, that's a big match. thing, and they post it up. Oh, but then it's like uh, super showdown. Yeah. John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias. Where the fuck were those yeah. two storylines? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Where's the connection for this? There's no connection. Like for like and that's the thing. Someone paying nine ninety nine for for uh, what you call it for the network. They're basically expecting this. It's not just action, 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 action. But they're also looking at saying, how does this connect? How do I connect the dots? Because then, of course, you know, then, of course, you know, the argument is always, oh, I told you the shit was fake. Because the thing is, nothing really makes sense. The I remember when I was watching the Grace Royal Rumble, I had Bellas come over. And that match was actually Lashley and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Where the fuck does Elias come right. from? Where does Cena come from? Exactly. No reason. Just oh, let's just do it, just for the fuck of it. Doesn't make any sense. And that's the thing. And then of course, all the you know, all the the you know, non wrestling fans will be like, oh, see, I told you the shit was fake. None of this shit connects. And that's the thing. That's the big argument. People don't really understand it. They're just like, are they supposed to win? Are they supposed to lose? Is it this? Is it that? Oh, you know, the winners, the match is done by pinfall. Another. But this guy just, you know, these two guys. Another one. Going back to evolution. That happened on Sunday. Lita and Trish yeah. versus mm-hmm. Mickey James and Alicia. Where the fuck was that? Story You're broken from? up about that, right? I <laughs> know, I know. Last minute. But of course, I mean, things happen. Alexa Bliss got yeah. injured. And then, of course, you know, that fucked her whole chances up. She got pulled out of the next match challenge. Really sad, really messed up. Like, right? I, I like, think what it is. Squad yeah. versus. I don't remember who they the Bellas, yeah. I don't remember who they faced. Where where did that story come from? Yeah. That's right. It didn't make any sense. Some of the storylines they really do not make any sense. It's just you know, it's just let's just book it just for the fuck of it. The booking is a mess. They don't really like care anymore. It's just like whatever. Set versus Dolph. Yeah. You had a solid yeah. four and five months of booking. And did it let yeah. the fans down? Not at all. That was match of the night. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. It just brings up the fact that, again, now people aren't just talking about what the action is in the ring, what's the production. They're more about, okay, what's the storyline? What what am I really seeing here? And what's the reason for this? What's the significance of this? And I think WWE doesn't give a shit about Going that. Because at this point, it's like... WrestleMania. Two, uh, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Cena versus Miz. Amazing yeah. build up. The whole Miz yeah. making fun of Cena's house rules. Maurice making yeah. fun of the fact that Nikki will never get a ring. That was right. her booking storyline genius. Whoever whoever wrote yeah. that easily deserves yeah. an award. Because that was Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. People, that's, it's, again, it's not just about the presentation. It's about what's going on. 
people follow that. And it's not just in WrestleMania. It should be pretty much yeah, yeah. It's how it's delivered. Every pay per view should be like that. You look at ROH, you look at at, at New Japan. Everything connects. Every little piece that they do. If Kenny Omega wins the what you call the G one G one climax, it's for a reason because they're building up to the point that at what you call it at uh what you call it Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, he's gonna go ahead and win the title. You know, uh-huh. they they just yeah they totally just scrap that and say fuck it who cares this is what it is if WWE was that they would just be like okay he wins the title once cashes in he fails it and that's it oh sorry I guess yeah. everything's gone for example what about this yeah, yeah. Uh, Damian Mizdow won the Money in the Bank yeah cashed in never heard that's from right. him after mm-hmm. Baron wins that's Money right. in the Bank cashes in fails never hear from him yeah. That's right. This whole thing with Braun recently, Braun, what you call cash in hell in the cell? Supposed to be a big kind of thing. Was be like, I don't think that it was considered a failed cash in. No, it was a failed cash in. They said, yeah. No, no, no was it? Because I remember the pay per view after, remember he said, oh, I'm cashing in at hell yeah. in the cell. And then they had that big match. And then, of course, it was like, okay, Rock just came in, interfered. And I was like, okay, so I guess that whole opportunity was scrapped. And that's the thing too. Like now, this whole triple threat thing—it's—it's it's a struggle between—is it because of Hell in the Cell, or is it because of the fact that Roman's gone? And I think people just don't know what to believe. They're just like, okay, whatever. The match is there. Do that's all that matters. And WWE in there. Book a trip, another triple threat with Drew McIntyre in it. Like just throw him into the match. I think that's what they should have done. I think that's what they should have done to keep the consistency going. Just kind of do something right there instead of just saying, you know what. Since Roman's out of the picture, let's just make it a one-on-one match. Like there was no reason, nothing to work for. It was just oh, let's just yeah, do it right like, there. Let's just go ahead and make it. You know, storyline. Yeah. Brock come in. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, because what's the reason? Exactly. Yeah, Brock yeah. was able to walk in fucking mm-hmm. WWE headquarters, waltz his way in, and yeah. say, "I want my mm-hmm. title shot," because you know you can't fucking talk. Yeah. I want my title shot. Exactly, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Go back mm-hmm. to UFC, you fucking raw meat eating piece of shit. UFC, yeah, you, the, the USADA fucking pool bullshit. Like, come on, man. This whole bullshit and everything. It's just like, come on. I think what it really comes down to is that they got to have some consistency. I think at this point, the whole Super Showdown thing between the whole Crown Jewel thing, they're just freaking. I think really what it is, Vince is just looking at his paycheck and his account and the corporate account for WWE. And they already got the money. The money is right there. Saudis just said, here, take our money. Just go ahead and do a show. That's it. And they're not really worried about selling it because they already sold it. It doesn't really matter. Like, is this is this match really going to sell them to go to Australia? They're, the match is already in Australia. What's the matter? You know, it's like, okay, you know, whatever. Well, you know, These guys already question. got paid. Are they going to do the prayer breaks again like they did in uh, Greatest Royal Rumble? I hope not. Because if they do, then that means they're just going to be watching footage for about 15 minutes, right? That's right. That's right. No and of course, I mean, recently. Out of, yeah. I'm not knocking any religion or nothing. I'm not that type of person. But yeah. if they have to do it, they have to do it. Yeah. I think what it is, I mean, that's the thing now. And here's a really big problem now. The Saudis give WWE the money. WWE's like, okay, we don't even have to sell this. All we have to do is just literally make a promo that we're having an event there. That's it. The worst That's all that matters. 
Yeah, it could be the worst show ever because it doesn't matter. They got paid. They don't have to upsell them or nothing. It's just everybody's forced to go there. They're paying the money. That's so it. Per ticket. Wanted to be so and then, of course, dickheads. Being the fact they yeah. got their money right away. Yeah. They could put all that's the drivers right. on the card. That's right. And I mean, that's the thing, too. They could just do that if they wanted to. Just have them fucking have one guy face them up and that's it. Done. Like, that's your show. Yeah, there you go. That's WWE. And, for four hours. Yeah, just have that. And that's, you know, that they don't care. It's like, we got money. They're counting this and they're counting their money going, oh, wow, we, we really put on a show. And that's it. To do this. That's right. Yeah. And, of course, I mean, what one of the big controversies is that, okay, they got paid by, by Saudi Arabia. Now, now it makes them feel like, okay, Saudi Arabia is in control. They can call whoever the hell they want. They want Cena. WWE is going to have to call Cena. If they're going to call Brian, Brian has to show up. If they're going to call Yokozuna, Yokozuna has to show up. But then later they find out that Yokozuna is actually dead. They're like, oh, shit, we fucked up. They want The Rock? Oh, we need The Rock. Well, you know who but then The Rock's doing the a movie. Too bad. Most, apparently. Hogan. Who? Yeah. Hogan. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. In Saudi Arabia, that's yeah. bizarre. I just, it's just, again, it gets more and more bizarre every time you hear it. At this point, I think everybody, all the wrestling fans are just kind of like, you know what? This is going to happen on Friday at 12 yeah. afternoon. Most of us are going to be at work. It's just like, you know what? Cool, whatever. I'll watch this in the break room while I'm at work. Who cares? It's payday yeah. anyway. If you and then it's like, okay. That's what it is. So that's where we'll be taking a four-hour break. Oh, bet your ass. Oh, bet you bet. Oh, that's it. I would have bought my fucking screen right here. That's it. We would have just played in the break room there. Damn, Chromecast. Right there. Turn it on right in there. Customers are there. Fuck the customers. Whatever. Just watch it. Just a Friday. You have to watch where the fuck it is, and that's it. Get paid. Done. That's it. That's pretty much what it is. And it's like, okay. And then I think everybody's just going to watch this and go, okay, and then move on to the next show. Of course, that being survival. I mean, it's, it's you know, again, this, can this we, build is getting more and more just to a company that actually matters, such as Ring of Honor. Oh, man, we got to talk about this. So, ROH, New Japan, and NWA. A lot of big things going on, right? In the past, since the last time we spoke. Oh, my God. Let's talk about Cody Cody first. (laughs) Oh, man, Cody. I I don't know why. And I think WWE's looking at it going, oh, shit, he fucked up. Senator Cody. Senator Cody, definitely, yeah. He, he probably could. For Senate. And he'll win. Yeah, that's right. He'll win. He probably will, yeah. yeah look at the influence. Stephen Amell, he's good friends with Stephen Amell. He's been on, like, on TV and stuff. On his own, mind you, not with WWE. His own private entity. Him? Doing it right there. Of him, course, WWE. Matt of course, WWE being petty. Sold out. Yeah. A 10,000 seat yeah. arena. That's right. That's a, That's all you gotta say. Cody, Matt, and Nick that's sold right. out ten thousand plus seats, and they did something that WWE could never do: put on a hell of a show, get CM Punk, of course, and to doing just an autograph signing there, which is pretty interesting. And on top of the fact, put on a hell of a show that's like you know having all these names: Jericho, Rey Mysterio, people from all walks everywhere from wrestling coming Even in, Belfort. just to do the show. Yeah. Stephen That's Malport. right. It just kind of brings up Blanchard versus yeah. Britt Baker versus Chelsea Green versus 
Sorry, who am I missing? <laughs> uh, Madison Rain. Yeah, it was like, and what I think of what it was, All In was basically an influx of basically a little bit of Lucha Underground, a little bit of TNA, a little bit of WWE, a little bit of post X WWE, a little bit of you know Harley, New, Japan, New Japan, putting it all together. It was basically this is actually like a real World Cup because you're bringing all the wrestling organizations all together and saying, okay, this is a, a, everybody's all. Kenny was amazing. versus Kenny, that was a fucking ooh, that was a great fucking match. And you know, Okada I think was in like a six man tag match with no, Mysterio Okada and stuff. Was, um, that was cool. Okada versus Marty Scurll. Oh yeah, that was well, that was pretty dope too. I think. And then uh, what else? Like, but I think we, I've never, I'm probably confusing the Bucks. The Bucks probably were in the match. I think it was the Mysterio, Bucks right? and Kota Bushi versus Mysterio, Phoenix, and someone else. I don't remember the third person. I think it's uh, was it Phoenix? Yeah, I think it was La Mascarada. Nah, was it La Mascarada? I don't, I don't think. It might be Tejano. It might be Tejano. I think Tejano Jr. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at this stuff, it just brings up the fact that. There is another market out there. There's a lot of things going on. They need to go ahead and bring in, you know, the, the, this whole show. Like I said, it's not just WWE anymore. It's not just WWE. There's so much other shit out it's there. It's really coming to the point where but, ROH and New Japan might pass WWE as the top company. Yeah. I think it was 10 years ago. We were talking the same thing about TNA. But then they dropped the ball, of course. New Japan and ROH... I doubt they're going to drop the ball in this. This is something. Not at all. Not at all. Think about it. Next year, they're going to be doing a show in uh, what you call MSG. Madison Square Garden. Guess guess what? That's going to be a fuck. sold out. Madison Square Garden. This company, WWE, has not won. Yeah. SummerSlam, you could put that out, and they'll go and do that. This is the first non-WWE event that's wrestling-related that sold out Madison Square Garden. WCW, I don't think they ever went to MSG ever. Came to New York. <laughs> yeah, ECW never came to New York. I mean, they did. They never, they never went to MSG. Manhattan Center, but they never went to MSG. It's just, I guess, again, that's the thing. WWE is the only one that's really had made that call that home. Now you see a rival coming in, taking over, selling it out. Which could mean that's got to say something. There's going to be more. MSG shows from ROH and New Japan. Yeah, I don't blame them because the thing is now uh, MSG and WWE is like, you know what? We've made some money off of you. You guys are just doing these house shows. It's a cool little gift for the for the, you know the, the little ones, no problem for when they're fucking out of school. But is there really something going on there that's worth value? Because they're not selling our tickets with that. It's just okay, cool. They're coming to WWE every year. It's a small little thing, house show. Merry Christmas. That's it. And off, everybody goes home. Nothing really happens on those shows. But everybody just goes there because they want to see WWE. Now, of course, you see this whole thing. Oh, ROH is in picture. Oh, shit. Now we're not only just watching a fucking wrestling show, watching a fucking quality program. Holy shit. Let me go ahead and watch this. Yeah. That's got to tell you something right there, you know? It just brings up the fact that, you know, and this, again, so much is going on. Saying now to themselves probably like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. There's more than just one wrestling company that could do this. And they sold out right. this show, the whole arena in over an hour. No problem. That's right. Yeah. They really, I think, again, it just comes down to the fact that 
there's other markets out there now. It's not just WWE anymore. Well, there's a lot of other things going on there. We could, we, you fans might have a treat in December, possibly. Yeah. All three RSM members might be at Final Battle again. Wow, that's crazy. Two years in a row. You hear that, right? Two years in a row. And last time we went to Final Battle, you could check that out on our YouTube page. You can also, YouTube? you can check that out. I was about to say, uh... Yeah, you could also we gotta talk about PWO. We got to talk about PWO, definitely. So, of course, we haven't talked about it until now because, of course, it's like a big plug now. That's why we, that's how we treat PWO. Pro Wrestling Opinion, basically run by another member of the RSM Wrestling Podcast, Nick, the end in, in the RSM Wrestling Podcast. Basically, he's the owner and the editor of PWO, Pro Wrestling Opinion. Basically, he has all different pay-per-views and all that stuff, all the little things are covering everything that's wrestling-related. You watch it. You basically read the whole thing. It's basically like you're watching the whole thing in so, your head. You know, great. You know, I tell you. You always thought, yeah, I always talk about it. Say, sitting in class, I wouldn't recommend this to kids. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this to kids, but serious. you know, definitely if you're sitting in class, yeah, it's in the front row. You're like, shit, man. What am I supposed to do in here, fucking class? The teacher keeps around me, you like, know, damn, you man. Bored as fuck. Behind you. You got a snitch behind you. It's like, shit, man. So you can't watch WWE because niggas gonna be like. The fuck, man? What do you watch? Give me what you watch, too. Like, fuck, man. Come on. So the next thing you know, you got to be like, how can I get my wrestling? You know, how can I get my wrestling coverage back in? I didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't get time because I had to overnight. I had to study that project. Shit. So then what you do then? You go and pick up, pull up PWO. Basically get to see all the coverage of all the wrestling sites and everything. All the shows. All the different promotions there. They don't just got WWE. What else do they have? It's, you know, they got... What else do they have? They got TNA. They got RWH, They got AML. Uh-huh. You know. They got all different kinds of promotions there. They got they of course also cover other podcast shows also and other kinds of other projects. So definitely when you read that stuff, it's like damn, you're watching it, you know, you're basically reading it and it's kinda like you're picturing in your head. You're like, holy shit. This is something, you know. You're picturing the whole match, basically. That's what it is. While you're in class, while this teacher is fucking teaching you some shit and you're just fucking bored out of your fucking mind. Teacher doesn't even know we could have done this at the same time. Damn, I wish we had this during CVS. We could have done this all the time. No problem. I mean, but then, you know. did take an hour break to go to the city. That's right. That's right. There's some people that did go all the way to the city on their 30-minute break just to go ahead and run a quote-unquote errand to go to Petco or go to Whole Foods. I'm not saying any but names. Meanwhile, though. it takes over a half hour to get to the city, over a half hour to come back. So like there's an hour. That's right. It's like imagine. It's like imagine this. Imagine this. You're saying, "Let me go to like you're at you're at work. Let's say in this in our case, work was at Chief Shed Bay in South Brooklyn. Let's yeah. say right. This is a, like southern part of Brooklyn, and you got to go all the way and say, you know what? Let me just go ahead and take a break. And, and then you got to be saying, you know what? Let me just take the train all the way. To this MSG. employee yeah. started work at five o'clock. <laughs> we closed yeah. at ten. So, yeah. mind you, that's a five-hour work shift. Just in traveling, right. this worker, I'm not saying if it's a male or female, this worker that's right. travels over an hour. So, right there. Yeah. It's like going it's, it's like going from there, southern Brooklyn, all the way to MSG going, I'm going to be back in 30 minutes. If you're in New York, that shit never happens. You're never on time anywhere, especially if you're going to the city. You're traveling two boroughs. Or one borough at You're least. Traveling from Brooklyn to Manhattan. Not gonna one borough to one borough, and then hour. Yeah. 
and you only got 30 minutes of a break. How does that work? And I guarantee you that does... worker spent at least 45 minutes in each door. So right there is almost three hours. That's right. An hour travel yeah. time and an hour, 45 minutes in Petco, 45 minutes in Whole Foods. That's right. So this worker right. only really worked for two hours. And this worker didn't even work. Yeah. This yeah. worker also shopped yeah. while this person right. was also on shift. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's another thing, too. In that time that she was doing that stuff, she instead of watching a whole episode of Raw or whatever like that, she literally could have just gone to PWO and watched the whole thing or even heard about it. That's it. While on the train, just going and picking yeah. out right there. What's going on? This kind of stuff. Head on her also con- lied about being late. Because my elevators exactly. didn't it's work. Just... Bullshit. I caught she was yelling. Bullshit. Bullshit. Of course, we all say the FTM. Fuck the MTA. But definitely. That's bullshit. We call bullshit on that. But definitely, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, of course, we just covered mainly what's going on since oh, I September, to, I October. I forgot the tagline time. Yes, yes, yes. So we got to talk about PWO. Next time we bring up a story about PWO, we got to talk about this employee and talk about the convenience of this time and also the amount of time that you could have spent while you were on that commute, in work, punched in, going to Manhattan, and then coming back. In that time, what else you could have done? You could have gone ahead and just, you know, play the game or whatever, go on PWO, do that simultaneously on your commute. Just tells you that. You got to do the tagline, man. PWO. Pro wrestling is fundamental. Reading about wrestling puts you over. Put you on the map. There you go, right there. But, I mean, yeah, we just covered pretty much everything wrestling-related for October, for September. Now we're entering November. Of course, Crown Jewel is coming up, which is this Friday. season. That's right, Survivor Series season. So this is an interesting time to and be a wrestling fan. So just a prediction: you have to see. if they don't do a Raw versus SmackDown uh, Survivor Series match, yeah. I could see Team Angle versus Team Corbin for control of Raw. Yeah, yeah. This happened, I think, ten years ago, didn't it? With Bischoff and I think Vince. Bischoff and yeah, uh, Bischoff and Austin, yeah. Bishop in Austin, or Angle and Brock with SmackDown. There's all kinds of different, you know, things that they could go with this. So, I mean, of course, it's pre-WrestleMania season. Who knows how this can turn out? We'll have to see, I guess, what well, comes up, you know, soon. So, SummerSlam is the start of WrestleMania season. That's right. That's right. But then, like I said, nonetheless, we'll keep, we'll keep you guys posted on Final Battle or the event that's coming out on uh, December. Of course, all three, all three um, what you call it, members of the Austin Wrestling Podcast are going to be there. We're also going to be posting up our recent two pop podcasts that we just did, one on managers, finishers, and signatures. But also, like I said, we'll be having more content coming out in the near future. And also, we're going to be having our promo for 2019 coming out soon. You're, so, you're you want to look out for that. Correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely working on all that. Like I said, it's going to come out soon. Headline for 2018. We're not just knocking on the door. Yeah. We're kicking that motherfucker in. We're going to come up with something better. We're coming up with something better. Exactly. And then... Exactly. 2019 will mark four years since we've been doing this. So we're reaching that mark. We're still going. But nonetheless, well, I mean, this is the Arsenal Wrestling Podcast. Would you like to inform yep. the listeners where else they can hear us besides Anchor? Just, just Definitely no, take it away. Because I know you know all of them. Just do like a quick little run through. It's Apple. 
Yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're, of course, also on PWO, where especially has it right there. If you go on our Instagram page, we also have a little portal site where we just go ahead and basically link all the different sites. We got Pocket Cast. We got, uh, what is it, Radio Public. We got, uh, what else, Breaker, Spotify. Yeah, we're on, I think, Google uh, Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on, uh, you know, we're also on, I think it was Spotify, Stitcher. We're on all these different big Cloud, yeah, we're everywhere pretty much. No, definitely, and that's gonna be hard as hell. We're aiming for podcast one, definitely. We're we're trying to be available wherever we can, and of course, I mean, this is gonna help out whoever is you know trying to look for anybody to partner up. So, definitely, like I said, if we're if you're interested in you know wrestling and you're thinking about talking about it and stuff like this, like we're doing right here, reach out to us. You can definitely reach out to us on any of our social media sites, rich of guests. Rich, Rich goes ahead and runs the Twitter podcast. You can contact him there. You can also contact uh, – I believe you can also contact uh, Nick also on PWO. He has his, all his information uh, up there. You can also check us out. Yeah, you can inbox us. And also, you know – Answer right away. Yeah, inbox, whatever, you know, anything like that. So, definitely keep posting, you know. But, yeah, this is the mastermind. This style. Is big guy, Rich. We got the big guy. Yeah. And we'll see you guys out. Peace out.